Today's episode will be about dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, as a victim of abuse. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. In the last episode, we started a new series during PTSD Awareness Month, which was in the month of June. And in that episode, I share statistics on several populations who deal with it and also included my personal experience of what I remembered as a child I knew in my community who dealt with it. So if you missed that episode, the link will be provided for you in the show notes and also on the blog. Now, before I go on, I would like to interject here that it has been since that last episode that I have posted an episode. And the reason being is I have been diligently working on my own healing and protection and creating and extending my boundaries since me being healed and um, being free from my traumatic abusive marriage that I ran away from. And I, doing this um, series, when I did the last episode, It triggered memories, suppressed memories that I never dealt with. And before I went on, I felt like it was fair to myself first and then fair to you all, my audience, that I went on this journey to stop suppressing those memories, those old traumas and start the healing process on those things so I can come back and be more authentic when I finish this series. Now, getting back to what I was saying, today's episode, we're gonna unpack how victims of abuse may be dealing with PTSD. The last time we spoke, we learned from the American Psychological Association some reasons people experience PTSD, such as combat, crime, an accident, or natural disaster. I'm going to add a few things to that list, including fear of something or someone, abuse, abandonment, or even forced belief systems. Some of you may wonder about some of the things on either list, but these are things that cause a lot of stress on some or others. Each person deals with the same thing differently, and it's important that we understand that. Men and women who have been the victim of abuse or violence are at high risk to develop PTSD because each violent experience can be considered a trauma. Trauma occurs when a person is exposed to situations that are uncontrollable, feel life-threatening, and overwhelmed utilizing coping abilities for some. Abuse occurs when one partner assumes higher control over the other or others, such as family members, and then inflict anxiety, Uh, stress, threats, sometimes coercion, scare tactics, implied danger, financial control, and quite often even real physical harm. According to an article written by the United Nations Children Fund, or what we call UNICEF, 
People who experience family violence at a young age are much more likely to be victims or perpetrators of intimate partner violence later in life than the general population. Now, any of the reasons people experience PTSD can be an indicator that trouble may be at hand. It is also said that people who struggle with untreated PTSD may be more tempted to act out in anger or try to control situations out of anxiety. PTSD can set the stage for violence to begin. It is difficult to determine why some victims suffer with acute distress disorder and PTSD while others do not, but the chances of dealing with either are lessened if seen and treated by a mental health specialist as soon as possible. Some of the common signs of PTSD are hyperarousal or constantly feeling on edge, a strong desire to avoid people, places, and things that remind you of the trauma, feeling uncomfortable, feelings including feeling emotionally numb, isolating yourself from others and social interaction. In some cases, a desire to numb feelings with distracting behaviors of substance abuse. One of the things that keep victims in an abusive relationship is non-treatment of PTSD, and that is mainly because they were never seen to be diagnosed. Individuals who experienced traumas in their youth who did not deal with those traumas generally carry those experiences with them in their relationships in their adulthood. They can either end up being the victim or the perpetrator. Victims of abuse are further traumatized, feeling more isolated and numb. Feeling numb is a desire accompanied with distracting behaviors or substance use to keep from feeling the pain and agony of the trauma. So what can a victim of abuse do to start the healing process of PTSD? First, recognize if any of the common signs listed earlier are any you experience. If they are, seek help. Even if you are unable to see a mental health specialist, talk to a friend. Social interaction will help to keep you from feeling alone. I can tell you from personal experience that non-treatment of PTSD showed up very well in my marriage to my ex-husband. We both dealt with it differently. He became the perpetrator as much as he tried to fight it, and I became the victim as much as I tried to fight it. We were both in shambles and things needed to change. After initiating my escape from the abusive marriage, I began working on dealing with unresolved pain and trauma from my past to heal, so the next time I enter an intimate relationship, things will be better. The last thing I want my next mate to deal with is the trauma from my past. My gift to him is to heal now as opposed to later. This is something I strongly suggest those of you who are victimized by trauma from childhood and have carried some of those issues into your current relationship to first, realize what those things are that you have been holding onto for years because you have suppressed them and something occurred in the relationship to trigger that pain, causing you to either lash out at your partner or retreat from them. You owe it to yourself to heal. You deserve to be healed. You also deserve a relationship that will help you blossom in peace, 
love, and happiness rather than cringe of fear of more trauma coming. The second thing and the last thing I'm going to share that you should do, please, 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 please do not keep these things suppressed. Get out a sheet of paper. Write down everything that you're feeling. Assess your own emotions. That's one of the things that sometimes as victims, we do not take a stock in. We do not realize what our emotions are unless we sometimes are on the extreme end of being the perpetrator or the extreme end of being a victim. That's when we pay attention to the most. But for the most part, when we are somewhere in the middle, we really don't pay attention to what our emotions are. And we pretty much just keep going with life as it is. But it's so very important for you to know where you are emotionally, because when you do that, you'll be able to understand where you are mentally and also where you fit in seeking help escaping from your abusive situation or just dealing with PTSD because a lot of times what I find to be a very dangerous and it's something that I deal with myself being high functional most people who are high functioning do not give an account of a lot of things that is happening to them is because of the suppressed trauma that they've experienced. We can still get up and go to work. We can still pay bills. We can still function, um, taking care of the whole household. Those of us with children or elders who are dependent on us, we still are able to do what we need to do to take care of them also. So a lot of times because we are doing that, we're thinking we are okay. But if we were to sit down and spend some time with our own thoughts, with our own emotions, we will see realistically we are not okay and we need to do something. You are a great asset in this world and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on those things that are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, 
and Healing Vibes family. 